Hello, everyone. This is Josh Wagar with Brother Michael Dietrich. Welcome to the Micro Missionary Stories podcast, where missionaries tell us authentic stories that they love, and I know that you will too. It's six questions in just nine minutes, because we all know that without a time limit, missionaries get pretty long-winded. So let's get into this. Michael, we're super grateful to have you today. How are you doing? I'm doing great. So good to be here. Super excited about this. Yeah, man. So Michael and I are good friends. We're close neighbors. He's down in the Solomons, and we're all the way up in Chuuk, but we're about as close as it gets in the Pacific. So I'm grateful to have a good friend on here today. We're neighbors. Yeah, pretty much. So, all right. Well, let's uh, let's dive in with the first question. I already kind of spoiled your field. Sorry, but in a couple of sentences, tell us about you, your family, and your field. Well, my wife and I, my two kids, as one of them you can hear probably in the background, um, Kezia, and she's the youngest, and then Corbin. Uh, We are missionaries, missionary church planners to the Solomon Islands, and also YouTubers on the side. Great. Awesome. And then uh, just so people have a reference, give us an idea where the Solomon Islands are at. Uh, If you look, if you find Australia on the map and go directly northeast, you'll find the Solomon Islands directly east of Papua New Guinea. Okay, southeast? Uh, No, just directly east, like, of Papua New Guinea. Okay. All right, question two. Um, For you, what is the best part about being a missionary? can be anything. Um, I feel feel for me, um, it comes to realizing almost every day that my life isn't about me and realizing that it's it's not my life and and god has me here for a reason and everything i'm doing is for him and yeah so basically what galatians 2:20 says that um i'm crucified with christ nevertheless i live yet not i but christ liveth in me so it's not about me it's about him good awesome so kind of on the flip side of that what question number three what's maybe one of the challenging aspects of being a missionary maybe that people wouldn't quite uh, quite guess or anything can be anything you know i i had a couple options one was one was loneliness i'm sure i'm sure you've gone through this this as well um but i would say probably for me the biggest part that i've had to deal with would be uh balancing my walk with god my responsibility as a dad and a husband and my responsibility to the ministry. Um, I feel like that is something that I am literally struggling with every day and, and trying to say, okay, I've got to get ministry done. Uh, I, my, my, my biggest responsibility on this earth is to my wife and to my kids, but my ultimate responsibility is to God. And yeah. trying to keep all of those priorities in line, and and uh, it it becomes quite a challenge. Yeah, I think it's important that you know all of our listeners, 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 be it missionary or uh, faithful church person. You know, <clears throat> as missionaries, we struggle with the same things that a lot of other people do. Is that balance in life? So, sure. Uh, yeah, we just do it in a different place. So praise <laughs> the Lord, the great answer. Um, number four, then, what other missionaries that are making an impact like yourself 
would you recommend being on this podcast? How many am I allowed? Like yeah, one? go for it. You know, just a handful. All right, I've got I've got three uh, in my mind right now um, that have really made an impact on my life. Uh, two of them have had an impact on my life since I was a kid, and I would say are probably even instrumental on in in why I'm a missionary. Mm. Uh, number one would be Frank Maeda um, to Italy. Um, Mm -hmm. that guy is, has just jumped it. Well, he's, he's, uh, I think he's a dual citizen, but he's, he's all Italian. And, um, plus he, he was a Marine, which I like. Um, but when when he came to my church and he did a Bible school for, for my church. And, uh, I just remember he, he sat down with me and he talked with me as like a, a 13 year old kid. And for just like two hours, we just talked about missions. And I wasn't even interested in missions yet, but just that stuck in my mind as I started to really think about missions later on in life. Uh, The second one would be my brother-in-law, Matt Shields. Um, I I know I'm partial, but um, he is just, I've never seen a guy who works harder on the mission field. And, uh, And then the third one would be Doug Burton. Uh, who's a missionary to Papua New Guinea, actually to Bougainville, closer neighbors to me. Um, it's it's part of my my island chain, but Bougainville, and he is uh, he is quite the missionary. He has a, a lot of out of the box thinking, which reminds me of Pastor Jay, and uh, and uh, he doesn't have the same like personality as Pastor Jay, but he is very out of the box thinker. But um, yeah, he he's he's a good guy. I think you'd enjoy him. Great. Yeah. I look forward to reaching out to these guys. Um, I'm looking forward to it. All right. For the big question of the podcast in three to five minutes, just take some time to tell us your favorite story about your time in missions, something that means a lot to you. Uh, So, I mean, we've only been on the field for two and a half, two years, uh, two, two years, three months. So, I mean, obviously my stories are growing. Um, my stories are growing and more and more are coming. Um, but I think for me, probably the coolest story would be um, about a year and a half ago, we were out on the street and well, we were getting ready to do outreach. And I just remember very clearly that day, I didn't feel like doing outreach. Um, and uh, my stomach was hurting, which is a, a common feeling for a missionary on a a developing field (laughs) Um, uh, and uh i i just i literally just wanted to stay home and turn on my air conditioning in my bed and and stay in bed that day and but i i just said you know what i need to go and we went and we passed out tracks and and i think we passed out maybe a thousand that day and uh nothing spectacular about that day nothing out of out of the ordinary uh got up uh, I mean, went back home, prepared for Sunday. It was on a Saturday, prepared for Sunday and, and went to bed, went to church the next morning. And a man walked through our door. Um, he was waiting on us when we got there. And uh, and uh, he said he had this tract in his hand. And uh, I walk up to him and he said, you gave this to my wife? And automatically I'm thinking, oh, no. <laughs> and uh anyway i said 
probably. I said we gave, we gave out a lot of them yesterday. And uh, he said, he said, I want to come to your church. And I said, okay. And so he came to our church and he really enjoyed it. And he told me, he said, I really enjoyed the preaching. He said, I loved how you go through every word and explain what every word means and the language that we understand. And um, then he came back the next, the ne that Wednesday and then that next Sunday. And then the next Wednesday we sat down and I said, Felix, how, how did you start coming? And he said, you gave my wife the tract uh, that on that Saturday, she brought it home and she said, Felix, you've been looking for a church. Well, here's a church. And he said, I read through wow. your tract and what you said on the gospel. And he said, I knew I needed to know more about the gospel and what this church church preaches. And he said, but I wanted, and I wanted my, I know my family needs the gospel. Um, but he said, I also wanted to make sure that you weren't a cult. So I came the first Sunday by myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he gave the first few services by himself before his, even, his family even came. But that Wednesday, that his second Wednesday after coming for two Sundays as well, he uh, received Christ as his savior. Um, but I mean, the power of that, the, the impact of that track just doesn't even stop there. Um, la the beginning of this year, his, his wife received Christ and just now his oldest daughter um, received Christ and they have been faithful almost for every service. Um, and, and, and I think my mind just keeps going back to that morning where I thought mm -hmm. my stomach was hurting and I didn't want to get out of bed and yeah, I, I got out of bed and I went, so. Dude, that's, that's an awesome story. And again, relatable for every person, every Christian in this world, uh, Power of one track, power of just obeying Christ. So mm -hmm. thank the Lord. I appreciate you sharing that with us. Awesome story. So, all right, we're going to go on to the final, just quick question. Tell us about a language or a cultural blunder that uh, maybe made you blush or something like that. <laughs> so we have, um, we have, we speak Solomon Pigeon here. Um, it's, it's, a variant of, I would say, Australian English, um, which there is a difference between Australian English and American English. Um, we speak, it's a, it's a variant, it's a mix of American English, Australian English, and some of their native words. Um, and uh, so you're always trying to, you're always able to, you're, it's easy, pretty easy to pick out the English words that they use. Um, but I mean, I'm still learning words every day. Um, there was one instance where um, I kept hearing that one of my guys was going to the Mammon church. What does that sound like, Josh? It sounds like Mormon to me. And I'm thinking, I just led this guy to the Lord two weeks ago. What is he doing going to the Mormon church? And, and I was so confused. I was getting frustrated because the guy that was with me a lot just kept saying, oh yeah, he's at the Mormon church. And then I, we'd show up at the church the whole time. And, and he was in the front, he was at the front of our church. <laughs> and I'm like, so confused. And I'm like, you said he was at the Mormon church. He's like, yeah, Mormon church. Well, finally, I, I just was never, I was just so frustrated with the language. I just never looked any farther. And finally, I'm, I, I finally figured it out. Mormon, Mormon may not mean Mormon. 
And so I looked at him. I'm like, what does mammon mean? He's like, oh, it means the front of. Uh. <laughs> and, I, and I was just like, I was like, this whole time, I thought you were tell, say, telling me that he was at the Mormon church. Oh, and, my goodness. Uh, yeah, it was, it was quite embarrassing. And I could tell you on and on about language blunders. But that was probably my biggest one. And I felt so bad because I, I was getting so angry at this, not angry at him, I was getting frustrated with this guy for being at the Mormon church when he was at my church, really. Um, That's awesome. But, but yeah. Oh, man. Well, I appreciate you sharing that with us. So. Um, well, Michael, like we are really grateful that you've been on here today. Thank you. Um, for the listeners that want to keep up with you, I know you have a YouTube channel. It's awesome. Uh, so tell us how they can stay up with that. And then if people want to follow you on social media or your prayer life. Yeah. So my wife and I have a YouTube channel that focuses on, um, it's called Life Worth Living. Uh, you can find it just by, uh, I think we have a custom URL on it too. Um, but you can literally just type in uh, on the search bar, Life Worth Living. And it's a, it's a podcast that shows that, uh, Number one, missionaries are just like normal people. Uh, there's nothing special about us. We go through troubles. Yeah, um, we may have a uh, less things, and and we may not have a Walmart and a McDonald's and things like that. But we we are just normal people doing what the Lord wants us to do, and um, um, and but also focusing on the, uh, some of the fun and the amazing things that we get to do, and that. Uh, that missions that just serving the Lord is a life worth living and just different aspects of missions, life, different aspects of ministry. Um, so yeah, you can, you can follow us there and, uh, we would, we would, we would appreciate that. But, uh, we also have, uh, Instagram. I think the Instagram is the Dietrich family. I'll, I'll send you all that information. So I know that's all correct, but. Okay. Awesome. Well, again, uh, everybody, this is Josh Wagar and Michael Dietrich with the Missionary Micro Stories podcast. Thanks so much for being on today, and thank you guys for listening.